I'm definitely not where I want to be, and I, I can't really understand why it's harder for me to change this pattern of behavior versus other ones like going to the gym or, or meditating. Um, I think it's some sort of way that I'm probably like relieving stress. What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 38 of the Mad Happy Podcast. I'm Mason. And I'm Payman. And today, what are we going to talk about today? Uh, I don't know. It's Tuesday. Uh, you guys are going to be hearing this on Thursday. Really enjoying the conversation that we've been having the last couple of weeks. I think last week with Payman's episode, two weeks ago with the conversation that Phineas and I had. And it just feels nice to to just talk and let the listener in on some of the conversations that we kind of always have throughout the day with each other in passing as friends, as partners, um, and people really like the last two weeks. So I think we want to kind of do some more things like that. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about our habits and starting habits, breaking habits, daily routines, how those have kind of changed for us throughout the years um, and how they've contributed to our overall mental health. So excited to get into that. But before we do, quickly just wanted to shout out the Local Optimist Digest, which is a new newsletter that we launched on the Local Optimist last week, uh, really about all of the biggest mental health news and updates from all around the world, uh, really talking about all different kind of mental health news from education to culture to music, athletes, really everything. So if you care about mental health, if you're an ally, an advocate, I really, really encourage you to subscribe to that, uh, to just have a centralized place to get the biggest mental health news in the world. So really excited about that. Yeah, I think uh, the digest is pretty cool. Uh, we just came out with the first one last week. So it was actually my first time reading it. And I think it's a mix of stuff. You know, it's not all super scientific. So I think it's very approachable. Um, and hopefully just to start for us where we'll talk more about some of the stuff we're doing on Local Optimist, but really try to cover news around the world uh, as it relates to mental health. And obviously, we know that it's becoming more and more talked about every day. And so we just wanted to add, uh, you know, another tool to allow you to just see everything that's coming in. Hopefully over time, we'll increase increase the frequency uh, that we send that out. But for now, uh, we'll add a link uh, in the show notes uh, for you to sign up and we'll be doing some cool stuff there. So the link to subscribe to the newsletter is localoptimist.com backslash sign dash up. Cool. Uh, Phineas, come on in, brother. All right, gentlemen. Another episode where we tackle a few topics in the world of mental health without a guest. And today we are going to focus on habits and routine and how that interacts with our mental health practice. And I want to start by asking you both what your individual routines are on a typical work day. You wake up in the morning and then what happens? And then give us a little bit of context on how that routine or those habits impact your mental health on a daily basis. Mm. You or me? I could go first. Okay. Um, yeah, I think uh, shout out to the first episode of this type we did a few weeks ago that Phineas and Mason led, Growth and Identity. Definitely listen to it if you haven't already. But I think what we're trying to do is, um, you know, do more of these uh, topic related ones, not necessarily always with a guest, but maybe sometimes we'll have someone on to uh, hear about, for example, their habits and their routines. Uh, but I think for me, uh, I, I've 
been a pretty big habit person my whole life. I think we've spoken about this a little bit on the show already. Um, so right now, my routine is I usually wake up around 7. Um, so not super early, but uh, pretty standard. Wake up at 7. Uh, I always shower in the mornings. And then this year, actually for the last 99 days in a row, I've done a 10-minute meditation in the morning. But who's counting, uh, you know? Well, it's the, it's the insight timer. So um, I just set like a, it's only a 10 minute timer. Sometimes I don't even do all 10 minutes. Um, so and what some, time is that at? Like before before the shower, after the no, shower? No, yeah, right after the, sh- usually right after the shower, whether in my car or still at home, I switch it up just depending on how I'm feeling. Um, sometimes I just like, there's too much on my mind to do all 10 minutes, which actually means I should probably be doing 20 minutes. But um, either way, um, I do that and then I try to get to the office around eight. I think for me, I found that just being here before a lot of people get here is just like where I could do like most of my solo work. So um, I get to the office at eight. Um, and then uh, the beginning half of my day is pretty, uh, pretty quiet. I try to just get my solo work done for the day and then start meetings no sooner than 11 a.m. Uh, I usually eat lunch around 12, uh, sometimes a little earlier. Uh, and then sometime in the afternoon, you know, in the 4 to 6 p.m. range, I try to do like a 30 or 45 minute workout at least four days a week is is what I'm doing right now. Again, I think this is just my like typical routine. It doesn't mean I hit it every day. Um, but then finish out some work and then try to leave the office at seven. I think right now I also realize that like, that's a lot of time in the office, but I think just a sacrifice I'm making and something I'm trying to do in a sustainable way with, with you know, with sustainable practices like meditation, working out and make sure that um, I have at least some sort of balance in my life. Quick follow up. When do you eat in the mornings or do you eat? Oh, I don't eat breakfast. Um, so, yeah, so I, I don't really eat breakfast. So that's why I eat, usually eat lunch between 1130 and 1230. Um, Coffee in the morning? Oh, great question. Um, so I'm actually not having coffee anymore. Um, I haven't been for at least like the last month or so. So I usually have like a green tea or a black tea, something like that, two hours after waking up. Okay, so you don't eat in the morning, green tea. Yeah. What time do you typically eat we can, yeah. in the day for the first time? And then what time do you go to sleep at night? We, we can go into that later. But uh, yeah, so I eat at a, I eat, I try to eat usually around 730 if I can. And then I aim to sleep at around 1030. Um, that that's, that's really my routine during the week. I definitely like to sleep early. Um, it's different than my girlfriend's schedule. And she wants to like stay up usually. So it's a little bit of like a balance of figuring that out. But uh, for the most part, I try to sleep somewhere between 10.30 and 11 during the week. Last question before we go to Mason. How do you turn your brain off at night? TV show, reading, what does that practice look like? Yeah, it's a good question. I think something that I could definitely use improvement. I, I typically don't work after I leave the office, so I think that's good. At least I detach from like the work side of things. And then at night, yeah, sometimes it's TV. Um, sometimes it's just trying to be off my phone a little bit before bed. But I still think sometimes I'm just like on my phone too close to bed. I think that's like one area that um, I'm definitely still looking to improve in. Yeah, I'm similar there. Okay, Mace, walk us through your day. I feel like me and Payment are super different uh, in terms of like planning out 
our day, like even when I was just listening to him talk, I was like, I never like think about stuff like that or like just like how my schedule is and stuff. I don't know why. I guess I've always just kind of been more not spontaneous, but like thinking that just that I just wasn't that guy for for whatever reason that I didn't feel like I could be that guy or that I could be productive enough or that I could wake up with that kind of energy and kind of motivation obviously i think a big uh symptom of like depression you know is is really having a hard time like waking up and and getting going so like historically i'm really not a morning person um at all i think it's it used to be really really hard for me to wake up in the mornings like back when i was smoking weed every day it was just super hard like would really mess with me but it's been a long time since then uh so currently i like i set my first alarm for like 7 30 um i'm a snooze guy you know like i i gotta hit at least one snooze uh payment is not a snooze guy like payment's really good at just like doing things right away like i remember he told me one time like anytime you are trying to do something that you don't want to do like just count down from 10 and then when you get to one just do it (laughs) Uh, wow i don't even remember that you don't i feel like it was for like a like jumping off something or like cold plunge maybe it's getting the cold plunge getting up in the morning it's just like you count down and when you get to one like just do it whatever uh i get up i try and leave the house by eight o'clock i try and get to the office um a little bit after payment but a little bit before most people at nine so like between 8 30 and 9 um i also don't eat breakfast uh i like i really don't have any appetite in the morning at all it's like my stomach kind of hurts yeah, don't eat breakfast. Uh, fun fact about me is I'm not a coffee drinker like at all. I think I've I've had coffee like less than five times in my entire life. It was just never really around me growing up. I don't think like I never had my parents drinking it, so I just kind of never got put onto it. Yeah, I don't really have like a plan to how I structure my days like uh, payment. I know he likes to keep kind of his mornings, no like meetings in the morning, uh, but I'm really just like any day can look however it looks. I think I'd really like to keep things open if I don't mind taking meetings in the morning or in the afternoon or if I'm with the design team or marketing team or local optimists or, or working with payment and Noah, like whatever it is, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty open to how that can happen. Then pretty much get out of here uh, between like six and seven, I would say. Not fun to sit in traffic on the way home. It usually takes me like oh, like almost 40 minutes to get back home, which is like really, really brutal. And then now I'm trying to be more active during the week in the evenings. I think last year I really got in the habit of just like coming home, getting Postmates and like watching something. And I think that was very... Uh, you know, I think COVID made that like one of the only really things to do. But I think now that things are opening a bit back up, I want to I've been trying to challenge myself to get out more and have dinners with friends and, and go out to dinner myself and, and not be such a hermit. Uh, so trying to get out at least a couple of times during the week in the evening. Um, and yeah, that's kind of that's kind of my day. So what about self-care and the practice of integrating self-care into your daily routine payment you mentioned going to the gym in the afternoons which breaks up the day nicely that's a that's certainly a self-care practice for each of you what are some of the things that you have folded in on a daily basis 
that you do for yourself and that have impacted your life in a particular way? Yeah, I think the habit thing has always been big for me. Uh, I think because that allows me to feel more in control of my day. Um, so it allows me to have certain blocks that, um, you know, I know are in there and I know are coming. And for me, I think I'm, I still need to do a better job of accepting the days that aren't like that. It is a little bit harder for me to get track on those days or I am more anxious about like work and things of that sort when my schedule isn't as normal as it usually is. And so I think those cornerstones like really do help me. I, I feel like in my case, I just try to get a little bit better every year, add some more things to take care of myself a little bit better. And I think it really is like the physical health component um, and the mental health component. I think I don't have as much of like the you know, the play component um, as I used to. But on the weekends, I try to play basketball with my friends, things of that sort that like are good for me, but also like a different kind. You know, I think right now when I work out, it's more for like the goal of working out uh, versus like, you know, having fun when I'm like exercising or like playing pickleball with my friends. So I think I'm trying to do more of those things at least one time per week. And yeah, I think the habits thing, um, there's this book called Atomic Habits. Uh, it was a best-selling book of 2020 uh, by this guy, James Clear. And he just makes a really good point around how like everything really does like revolve around your habits. Like the days that like are not your best days, like you'll do just about as, as good as like, you know, the baseline of your habits. And so trying to like have something that like some sort of foundation for your habits. And then um, the way to think about setting them is really like creating you know, this image of yourself, like, you know, you're the type of person who goes to the gym or who meditates or who takes care of themselves versus, you know, trying to like, just like change the behavior. I think those things really have helped me in some ways, like think about it more, but I do know that I was, I've always been more inclined to be able to instill new habits into my life. And I do know that that's harder for some people. Yeah. It's like that projection of yourself. Like I am that guy that goes to the gym rather than just putting an effort each time to physically go there. It's like projecting that version of yourself. Yeah. But one example um, that I used to be a lot better at is just like eating foods that I know are good for me. Um, and I think right now I've been struggling with that for like maybe like the last two years. In a lot of ways, like I have like a lot of control over many different areas of my life. And so I think in this one area still, I'm probably not I'm definitely not where I want to be, and I, I can't really understand why it's harder for me to change this pattern of behavior versus other ones like going to the gym or, or meditating. Um, I think it's some sort of way that I'm probably like relieving stress uh, because I don't really like drink or I don't really do like any of those things either. Uh, but that's one area that like I feel like I could use improvement. Do you struggle with being hard on yourself during those moments where you come up short with some of those goals? You're obviously very busy and an ambitious guy. How do you handle it when you come up a little short with some of those goals and practices? Yeah, I think I've gotten a little bit better at it. I think I'm hard on myself in the sense that like, well, I know that some things are like not, they don't seem fully in my control, um, which is weird to say. Like, I think some things I just do and I can't really control. And then obviously I could look after the fact and be like, why did I? what I eat until like I knew I would be like way too full or why did I do X, Y, Z things? Like, so it's not so much hard. Uh, I do sometimes like, you know, I am sometimes a little like disappointed and that like, I feel like I 
can't get back on track in some ways there but um i do think it's all just part of this like puzzle where like you can't do everything all at once and so hopefully over time i'll be able to like address that better what about you mason self-care self-love on a daily basis a daily practice um i think right now i'm really trying to be an adult and be a grown-up uh which i think seems kind of silly to say in in my late 20s but i'm really working on the basics of keeping my room clean of having good personal hygiene of being able to really take care of myself and feel very like independent i think a lot of my like codependency uh has forced me to build habits of like allowing other people to take care of me um and often kind of my my hygiene and the state of my whatever room and like messiness and cleanliness and and my car gets very dirty or like things like this are really a reflection of like how i'm feeling mentally i know a lot of people can relate to that too so i'm really just like trying to do all of the little things that seem kind of silly on their own but together will just have me feeling better if if I get home from work and my room is clean and my bed is made or if I'm driving my car and it's not disgusting and and there's shit all in the back seat, right? So just like really trying to take care of those things just so I have a strong baseline. And then in terms of my week, um, I have therapy once a week, which is great. Um, I try to go to like at least three or four 12-step meetings a week. So I, I can either do those like early in the morning or there's like a 7.30 meeting that I really like in the evenings. Then outside of that, uh, trying to play tennis at least once, hopefully twice a week. So getting that kind of physical health component in, um, you know, right now, that's really the only physical activity that I'm getting. So, you know, I've been telling myself for the last couple of months that I want to try and do more, but still haven't really yet. Um, so that kind of takes care of like four or five days a week, really having something to do that I feel like is for my mental health and then in terms of daily just trying to take a couple walks throughout the day i think is important that i really forget to do a lot but stepping outside the office even if it's just like a five minute loop around the block or or just a 10 minute loop around the block something um where i can just throw some music on and and almost kind of have a walking meditation to get some sun stretch the legs get the blood flowing a little bit um, I found that that is helpful to kind of just break up the day and, and have my body and mind feeling right. Yeah, really quick on the on the walk thing. Um, there's actually this other podcast. Uh, it's called The Huberman Lab. Uh, it's actually like the number one rated health and fitness podcast out for the last year. But it, it, it's super scientific. So I don't know if it's for everyone, but it's taught me a lot. I think one thing it says is like, you want to try to get like 10 to 15 minutes of sun, like as soon as as close to waking up as possible. And so I think that that doing that has also allowed me to just like, get my bearings for the day a little bit better. So sometimes I just drive with like the window down or sometimes when I can, I walk in the mornings. Um, So that's one thing he also talks about wanting to wait two hours after waking up before having any caffeine so that your body can get going on its own. So I also do that. And then one more thing generally, just he does talk about walking and inserting that into like different parts of your day does really help like sort of as like a habit of splitting out uh, different parts of your day. And so I think like Mason, I try to do like around like 10,000 steps a day still. And sometimes that that's done naturally through some walking meetings, things of that sort. Or sometimes it's like, 
more walking at night. But I think those things have, have also helped me a lot. I guess for me, trying to take a page out of Payment's playbook, uh, going to sleep earlier. I think I've always, you know, had like insomnia as a kid or would always just like stay up super late or being a creative person, like kind of just feeling that's when I would be the most inspired or something about just the nighttime. Uh, it's just like a different energy that, that I really love and, and kind of connect with more, like kind of feels more like private time in a way, uh, which I think is good. And I'm really trying to start to go to sleep earlier and just get in bed at an earlier time, get off my phone at an earlier time. And if I can try and be asleep before midnight every night, I think that that would be really great. Um, and I know that it takes me like at least an hour to probably fall asleep, right? Because that's something I've always struggled with. So building that in so that at 11, I'm in bed, phone's away, lights are off, uh, and hopefully I'll be able to start crashing earlier. That's a good one. It does all start with sleep. Uh, mine is just using my phone less. I don't know. I think... Uh... I've turned off a lot of the notifications on my phone, which I think has helped in some ways, but I'm not picking it up every time it buzzes, but I still think I'm on it a lot. I'm on social media a lot, especially at night, and I think that I could definitely improve there. What's your average screen time right now? Maybe like five hours, something like that. I feel like that's really good. It's like five, five and a half probably. Bad weeks, probably like six. I mean, I know for me, for me, I feel like that's a lot. Um, I know that some people use it more, some people use it less, but I do think it's a little more relative. It's also funny because, like, that's just screen time on that device, you know? Yeah, yeah. Totally. Really, our whole day that we're not sleeping is virtually screen time. All right, Phineas, what do you think? Good to go. But before we wrap, how are you both feeling about where you're at currently looking forward in the coming weeks as it pertains to the business and your own personal mental health and mental health journey? I'm feeling good. I think it's been a slow start to the year for us uh, for a bunch of different reasons. And I think we're really starting to ramp up in terms of some really exciting projects on the horizon, uh, some new team members with us that have been really exciting to start to work with um, and feel like we kind of are about to hit a, a kind of a stretch where things really start to move fast. Yeah, I think from a business standpoint we feel good there's there's a lot coming there's a lot of new team members there's a lot of projects that we're really excited about personally i feel like just you know every week uh, we try to as individuals get a little bit better um understand that not everything's linear and uh yeah it, it feels good uh excited to keep growing the show um so thank you everyone for listening and we hope you enjoyed it and enjoy these segments if you have ideas for other things we should record please let us know uh, please leave us uh, your five-star reviews and share it with a friend remember to sign up for the local optimist digest and we'll all talk next week the mad happy podcast is brought to you by optimism